This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. The person guiding New York's legal sales of cannabis says while the launch has been rocky, he still believes the state's first-in-the-nation experiment with social equity will eventually be a success. Karen DeWitt spoke with Chris Alexander, executive director of the New York Office of Cannabis Management. New York's gone further than other states to try to right the wrongs created by the years-long prohibition on cannabis. First preference for growing and retail licenses were given to people who've been directly impacted through a marijuana-related criminal conviction as long as they can show they've run a successful business for two years. But the path has been anything but easy, and two years after the program began, just a fraction of the anticipated retail stores have opened. Progress on most of the social equity license applications have been halted due to a court injunction. On October 4th, New York opened up the retail store licenses to anyone who wants one and can qualify. The Office of Cannabis Management's Chris Alexander says social equity groups, including service-disabled veterans and distressed farmers, will still be given priority, though. We'll continue to work to make sure that those who are impacted by prohibition, either through a conviction or, or some other uh, impact, you know, have space to participate. The, the, the retail store openings have been rocky, I guess, to say the least. You're far behind schedule. I think there's just 24 shops now. There's supposed to be like 400. We mentioned the court injunction that's halted well, part well, of it. I, yeah, I'd I clarify just, that. I'd okay. clarify just in terms of, you know, what's supposed to be open. Again, you know, just like any business, uh, you know, business operators have to find appropriate locations, build them out, design them. That all takes time. Right. What we found in tracking, uh, you know, our operators from licensing to opening is that it's about seven months or so uh, that it takes for folks to kind of really get going. Now, we anticipated being a little further, but as you pointed to, uh, the injunction did stop that progress. And so we have a bunch of licensees that now, uh, you know, have been are ready to open now because the time has has elapsed. They've had the time to uh, to do what they needed to do but they're, they are still being held up by the injunction. So we're optimistic that we get through that process and we're able to clear them all to open. Yeah, but even so, it's like far below what the initial expectations are. We've heard from a number of growers and many of them aren't wealthy that have been unable to sell their product and they're going bankrupt. Some people in the industry are so upset and discouraged that they've called for your resignation. They think you should step down. What, what do you think about that? You think you're still the best person to do this job? And, you know, how do you gain the trust back from some of these people who have become disenchanted? Well, I think you got to start from the beginning. You know, we are the first state uh, that decided not to rely on existing operators to start our market. Right. Most states, not most states, all states uh, decided to start their market with those who were most well capitalized and well resourced. We took a chance on New York small farmers. We gave them opportunities to run uh, to grow the first crop and to build uh, what will be uh, the most successful cannabis market in the country. Um, there has definitely been frustrations in, ro- in rolling out retail. This is a supply chain that we're creating. And so if one end is messed up or one end is slowed up, uh, it impacts everybody. Uh, what I would say, you know, is, you know, my clear instruction and my clear mandate has been uh, to ensure that we're building and designing a market that's accessible and that is not easily uh, subject to monopolization, which is what we've seen across the country. And so far, we've done that. You know, it has been tough. And so I'm absolutely sensitive to the challenges that our farmers have faced. But what I have also to say is they've been incredibly resilient. 
Um, they grew amazing products and those products really became, uh, you know, super high quality products in the dispensaries that we did have oper- operational. Um, and <laughs> the dispensaries that we have been able to open uh, have shown the demand for high quality cannabis in New York is uh, very high because those dispensaries are performing incredibly well. Um, and so it's, we got a snippet. We've got a little preview of what New York's cannabis market can be. And I'm excited to keep working to uh, to bring the vision uh, to light. Sounds like you're staying. You're committed to this. I'll be here. Alexander also reacted to a report by the website New York Cannabis Insider that found the state's supply of legal cannabis product, all of it grown outdoors, has traces of toxic heavy metals as well as unsafe levels of mold and yeast. He says that study is full of inaccuracies, and he says that New York has some of the most stringent product testing in the nation. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt.